Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Power Motor Yacht Podcast, your birth for the best stories in boating. Each week, my colleagues and I will bring you everything from salty stories to thought-provoking trend discussions, as well as interviews with the most interesting characters to ply the sea. Whether you're listening from the boatyard, your slip, or hopefully well underway, we're glad to have you aboard. All right, so welcome back to the latest edition of the Power Motor Yacht Podcast. I'm Charlie Levine. I'm the executive editor of Power Motor Yacht Magazine, and today we have a special guest coming to us all the way from the other side of the planet in uh, lovely Australia. It's Mr. Tom Barry Cotter from Maritimo Yachts. Tom, how's it going? Yeah, thanks, Charlie. It's uh, yeah, it's great to be here, and yeah, I'm going very well, thank you. Well, it's great to have you. Um, you know, we were lucky enough to spend a little time together recently. You were here in Florida, and I got to ride along on an owner's cruise and, and cruise south to from Fort Lauderdale down to the Keys. So that was a really great introduction for me to the boats you guys build. But, Tom, if you could just sort of, for our listeners who maybe aren't familiar with Maritimo, can you kind of give them a quick background of the company? Yeah, sure. So um, uh, we're a family-owned company, so... Uh, we were founded uh, by Bill Barry Cotter, uh, who's my father, um, back in 2003. And Dad, uh, Dad's been in the industry for, for nearly 60 years now, so been building boats. So he, he's basically set up three of the, the biggest boat builders, Australian boat builders you know, ever in his, uh, in his tenure, in his, in his career. And, um, you know, so he saved the, saved the best of those until last, so with Maritimo. Um, sure. And uh, so we basically build uh, long-range ocean-going motor yachts for uh, all the Australian, New Zealand, U.S. markets, North American markets, uh, and as well have um, have sold boats uh, through into Europe, Middle East, and Asia uh, as well. So we fo- we're focused on uh, extremely high-quality built motor yachts of um, of engineering excellence. Um, very efficient seagoing hulls uh, that are basically being crafted around uh, Australian cruising conditions. So you know, we're, a, we're a boat that's, that's really tried and tested for our local market and then um, which has its benefits everywhere around the world. Yeah, and, and I got to see some of that. Um, now, I heard some great stories about your dad on the boat and from Dave Northrup, uh, who's worked with your dad for quite a long time and has been in the industry for for ages. Uh, I don't want, want to make him sound super old, but he's been doing it for a while. And um, one story that he told me that really stood out was the first time he came over and met with Bill. Um, he, Bill was just covered in fiberglass dust and had just come off the, you know, the floor and was basically out there getting his hands dirty and sounds like he's a real hands-on guy. Um, and, and then I heard another story where he, he was sort of in a similar situation and someone was like, Hey, where's Bill Barry Cotter? And he just was like, Oh, I think it might be that guy over there or something like that. He sounds like a, a guy who really loves the industry. And, you know, I mean, he's pretty much legendary. He's been doing it a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, no, certainly, um, you know, the name Bill Barry Cotter here in Australia, uh, you know, has, uh, has been held in high regard for, for a long time in the industry. Just the, with what he's accomplished, there really isn't um, another boat builder in Australia 
um, that's achieved anything close to uh, what he's achieved in his uh, in his career. Um, yeah, so you know he he's an extremely uh, astound uh, businessman. Uh, you know, uh, in what he does with all facets of the business, property. You know, he's he's been around so long for for how he's been able to navigate his way uh, through the industry decade after decade after decade. Um, but he is a businessman. But I think first and foremost, and what he, he he really is is a boat builder, and that's where his background has been. So yeah, you mentioned uh, Dave the first time. Uh, Dave Northrop met uh, my father was um, coming to a factory, and uh, I think Dave is dressed in a more corporate attire sure. and uh, to meet Bill and sort of was expecting something similar and I think Dad had walked out of the lamination department you know covered in fiberglass dust and uh, you know basically had had been getting his hands dirty and uh, in the hulls of one of one of the boats at the time so you know and there's there's countless stories uh, like that I think um, you know there was a there was a time a long time ago I think there was a young apprentice or something who didn't who didn't know Dad, uh, you know, didn't know Bill by his face and what he looked like, but had heard of him or whatnot. And um, I think he, Dad had walked into the shop and just looking like a, another boat builder in there and asked the apprentice to do something on a Friday afternoon. And the um, um, the guy basically refused, said, no, I'm going home. And Dad had said, do you know who I am? And the apprentice said, no, but I'm going home. See ya. So, and <laughs> just because he looked, he didn't look like uh, Bill Berry. He didn't know what Bill Berry could have looked like and he wasn't expecting that, that he would look like just another one of the guys in the factory. So, um, and there's uh, there's many stories like that that uh, if anyone ever sits with Dave or I, we could probably go on for hours. Oh, and, it, you know, I really appreciate that because you, in that, it shows his passion for it. And, you know, obviously innovation and production processes, all of that stuff, you guys are leading edge and the boats, I mean, tell the story. It's hard for us here talking about it to really, you know, paint the picture. But you hear that, you know, oh, it's Australian built. And that's always a, a, a good thing to be in the boating world. But, you know, the conditions being as they are over there and these long cruising, you know, you've got if you're delivering a boat to New Zealand or something, it's it's thousands of miles away. So the boats are built to a degree that, you know, I got to experience firsthand. There was, it was perfect seas for a sea trial, in my opinion, for the day we left. I still don't know how you guys did it, flying in from Australia the night before and basically just walking onto the boat and with a smile on your face and in a good mood, it was pretty impressive. But, you know, we had 20 knot winds and um, coming into Hallover Inlet, which is like, a notoriously bad, frothy, stand-up seas kind of inlet where there's paparazzi basically waiting to post YouTube videos of boats getting, you know, sinking the bow and all this. But it was just like a non-event. The boat just performed wonderfully. It's just not a creak, not a, you know, a sound. It was just a, a very, very solidly built boat. I mean, I was just... I was happy to be on that boat and not some open boat. That's for sure. So I guess if yeah. you could kind of tell us about that process, sorry for the long-winded question, but. No, not at all. Um, yeah, you know, and that's, that's really, and what we did was, uh, you know, it was a sort of a day cruise and that's really what uh, the Maritimo M-Series is, is all about. And uh, what 
we do in Australia is, uh, you know, it's it's a long distance between marinas, between ports, and uh, and it's generally outside all the time. You're in you're in what we call the rough stuff, um, you know, most often. So, um, you know, the M series is all about that. Um, you've got that enclosed flybridge, uh, sky lounge, uh, where it's all climate controlled. You're in there in the driving position in complete comfort. Um, and it's of a size that, um, you know, we had everyone that was on the boat up there in the flybridge all centered around the helm in the, in the cruising lounge and the helm seats. Um, so all facing where, where we were traveling and, uh, you know, all chatting away uh, up there on what you, what you described there was, was that it was blowing, blowing pretty hard. And there, there was some, you know, there was some chop and some little swell about sort of building up, but, uh, but it was enough to, to give it a, give it a, a good sea trial. And, yeah. um, and, uh, you know, but that's really what it's all about. It's, it's, you know, we, we're built for, for those conditions and more, but, uh, it's about, you know, having that comfort, uh, and also the capacity and capability within the boat, um, that, um, you know, those long hauls, uh, you know, are just an exciting, fun thing to do. It doesn't make it, uh, you know, one of those daunting or scary things to do. So it gives you those, possibilities to go cruising you know and uh, to find those destinations where you know you can go where other boats can't go so that uh, you can enjoy you know those spots uh, in, in a bit more seclusion and uh, and just have the freedom uh, to do that i was a little i uh going out a haul over we did see we saw a few guys filming us on the way out but i've been monitoring all their haul over socials and um still can't see any they haven't put any videos up so we mustn't have been uh, spectacular enough <laughs> yeah out. that's one of those like there Take was nothing up. to see here it just <laughs> this is what a boat is supposed to do it just goes <laughs> it we plowed right through and and the owner of the boat was nervous i was a little nervous you know the palm trees were blowing around and it really would there was nothing worth yeah. any sort of worries at all and and like you said the flybridge on the boat is fully enclosed. It's climate controlled. It really, to me, it's like a, a second salon. It feels like a living room in your home. It's quiet. And the captain, the way you guys design the helm, the captain is part of the conversation. It's just very, um, yeah, like family. Just felt like hanging around with a bunch of friends. And, and you know, I love the way the access is through the, the salon downstairs. So you don't even have to go outside at all. And yeah. even that aft deck up there on the flybridge, the bridge deck was also huge. I mean, yeah, there's another big settee there. And it's just, it was so roomy and comfortable and quiet. Yeah. yeah and that's, and that goes back. Back to you know, the very first Maritimo ever built. You know those the key distinguishing features of our Maritimo flybridge motor yachts uh, were the enclosed flybridge, you know, climate controlled area uh, uh, where it moves that driving position uh, up into the flybridge area, and that gives you all of that extra um, space in the salon. And then that's combined with the internal staircase, uh, so you, know, you never you don't have to go outside ever to to go. Uh, between levels, um, and then you also have the um, the deep walk through side decks and the aft galley. So though all those features combined really make this boat yacht what uh, what it is, and um, you know, and, and something quite special. So we were we were going up and down the stairs, you know, whether it was to uh, to run to the ensuite or uh, or run down to grab 
uh, something out of the galley to make lunch on the on the uh, on the cruise, and um, you know you're doing that in complete comfort and safety, uh, which is very important, you know, for, for owner operators and couples uh, when they're when they're cruising. Yeah, and I found the aft galley was perfect for that because you know the staircase is there, um, so the aft galley is is great. You have this really well designed sliding door that slides all the way to one side of the boat. So it really opens up that whole rear section of the boat downstairs. And I've always liked an aft galley because you, it makes it so much easier to entertain and everyone always kinds of hangs out in the galley somehow anyway, uh, especially if there's food around. <laughs> so it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, the owners of the boat were great. They were really, really sweet and friendly. and. Um, she liked to entertain and she was showing me all the storage space and the pantry and the appliances. I mean, it was really everything you would expect in, in like a, a, you know, a massive yacht, but yet usable and where you, it should be, you know, it didn't, nothing really felt like, oh, I knocked my toe on this or it was really yeah. smartly designed. And that's, you know, a staple of, again, of, being a long-range motor yacht, um, it comes back to the design process in those three C's, basically, the comfort, capability, and capacity. And, you know, you can't just go uh, throw a heap of, uh, you know, fuel capacity at motor yacht and call it a long-range motor yacht. It needs to come with everything that comes with, with that comfort, capacity, and capability. So it needs to be a good offshore going hull, um, but it needs that capacity, not just in fuel, but in other provisions like water, and especially in the galley, in, in storage, uh, and uh, and also in capability in, you know, if you're going away for, for days at a time, um, you, you want the ability uh, to be able to cook and, uh, you know, and still entertain guests for days and weeks uh, at a time. So that's one thing that um, Maritimos, I think uh, uh, you can, very sort of keyly distinguish, pardon me, distinguish um, is in the size of our galleys. So for you know, a mid 50 foot size uh, boat, that galley is uh, something that you, you wouldn't see a size of galley like that in something you know above 60 feet in, uh, in other brands. Uh, and that comes back to just having you know, a comfortable place that uh, you can spend long stays aboard and, uh, and entertain a lot of people. Um, that you're going to take away with you on longer trips, um, you know, from that galley. So, uh, so that's an important criteria uh, in in our motor yachts that we we're always concentrating on. Sure, and I didn't mention this, but you are the design director. So, I mean, and and this model is kind of your baby, right? You were very involved in getting this this model off the ground. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've got an incredible team of designers uh, back here. But, um, you know, the, the 55 uh, was a project that we spent um, a long time in development of. And, um, you know, it was uh, the, the new era of, of Flybridge Motor Yachts for Maritimo. And, uh, you know, we wanted to ensure that we got it right. So um, you know, it went through revision after revision. Uh, it went through an incredible amount of um, our owner feedback, uh, you know, to get their input. Uh, into the design um, to ensure, first and foremost, that you know it suited you know, our, our network of Maritimo uh, owners around the globe. Uh, first and foremost, 
and um, you know, and then you know, but what we've seen of of you know since the, the global launch in May last year, that the boat has just been an incredible success, and uh, it's actually you know attracting a lot of new blood into into the the world of Maritimo, and um, which that's incredibly exciting for us. And you know, I think we were speaking up on the bridge that um, you know we we have other other models in the range, but. Um, you know, until you've really truly experienced, you know, an M series um, and a closed flybridge uh, way of boating, um, it really is just second to none. Um, you know, and um, as as we bring people into the brand and and they you know, get on one of these M fifty fives or any flybridge enclosed flybridge motor of ours, you know, it's once you sort of go there and you've had that to yourself and you can experience what that way of boating is like it's it's really hard to go back to anything else it really is the the ultimate boat oh yeah it's pure comfort and luxury and yet it has a sportiness to it when you're driving it it's got a very different feel than some of the flybridge boats i've been on it's you know just turning the wheel on that boat it was nice and tight it, it performed more of a sporty boat than than sort of a large yacht um and that part of it was fun. I could see where it's fun to drive. I only got to drive for a minute, but it, <laughs> I could see where it would be fun. And look, you know, that's something we uh, we we haven't touched on. You know, and Maritimo's heritage uh, goes back to um, a lot of offshore racing experience. Um, so my father was involved in offshore racing um, for decades, and um, I've been involved in, in offshore racing pretty much my whole adult life. And, um, you know, so we use Maritimo Racing Division is an area where we can test bed a lot of technologies. Um, it also just really pushes the culture of our brand and our company um, of just continually evolving, wanting to do things better, you know, going, finding that extra 1% everywhere, whether it be you know, in, in manufacturing or performance or, or making something look better or function better. Um, that the the you know the sportiness that that you uh, that you speak of uh, in the driving experience of the M55 um, that strongly ties to um, some of the racing technology that's in that boat. So Maritimo Racing uh, developed um, a hydraulic power steering system um, some years ago. It, it was test bedded in racing and then rolled out into the produ- production basically, and is it now in every one of our uh, motor yachts. So and um, you know. I spoke to you about it beforehand that um, it can uh, it can take a few minutes to get used to because the steering is so responsive. So if you haven't never driven a Maritima before and you get in, um, a lot of people tend to chase the wheel and chase the boat a little bit uh, in the first few minutes. But then as you, the moment you sort of uh, are used to the steering, it is the, the best thing uh, ever. And the, it's an incredible driving experience with the response because as you say, it does, it handles much more like a sports car and uh, you're doing a lot less wheel work uh, on the wheel. And uh, the way we uh, set up and uh, all of the, the runner geometry uh, as well in the boat, um, we spend a lot of time on that as well as the uh, the balance of the boat as well, all working for handling, you know, to get that, get the boat banking into the corner, uh, you know, and um, even in a flybridge motor yacht, you know, you feel that boat lean into the corner when you're at speed turning into the corner and uh, it does it gives you that that impression of a sports car so that's something we we work quite quite heavily on and it shows and you know you just sort of glazed over oh we're very involved in racing i mean you you guys are world champions correct 
Yeah, UAM World Champions. So, uh, and uh, also uh, APBA uh, Key West World Champions uh, some years ago in uh, in Supercat. And uh, yeah, we're UIM XCAT World Champions in, in 2019. So that's amazing. Um, <laughs> we're very proud of, and uh, you know, want to want to bring a few more of those uh, back to back to Australia as well. Yeah. So the racing program is still an active part of the company, and and uh, you know, you are the driver, right? I mean, can you tell yep. us what it's like flying around in one of these, you know, composite lightweight? tons of horsepower machines yeah well the the those three c's go out the window when it's racing so the comfort <laughs> part the, uh goes out the window in the in the race boat but um no look it's a um yeah look it's, it's an they're incredible machines you know we're running in the xcat running over over 125 in testing you know running over 120 mile an hour in in, uh, in racing conditions um you know and they're a light boat you know they're um you know, only a little over 2,000 kilos, uh, kilograms. So, and um, you know, so they're they're quite a handful to hang on to, and we race them in all sorts of conditions as well. You know, and then we have uh, the largest boat like that we've raced uh, in Key West and uh, uh, race on the Australian circuit. You know, we're running over 130 mile an hour in those, um, and then when we've run unrestricted, uh, you know, open, unlimited uh, spec before, we've we've run uh, you know, up around 190 miles an hour. So it's insane. Um, yeah, so, so fast. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, it's um, it's something the the speed to us. Uh, you know, really, it, it's a all the classes we race in are a, they're a spec class, and uh, so when it comes to the pattern, I think my father had, and I and I have. Um, you know, I don't think it's anything to do with the speed that keeps us going. I think what we love is the is is the competition. It's that you know. Being better than everyone else, trying to trying to you know, improve, trying to to find the edge and the equipment and your, yourself personally on the on the course, um, you know, and I think that just that flows through into everything we do uh, as a company as well. Uh, it um, you know it does it, it everything we we push uh, here at Maritimo is um, you know is just trying to continually do things better. Uh, you know, and and never really staying still you know, in racing. If you sort of get to a point where you think, you know, oh, we're really fast now, you can bet yourself that by the, by the next round, someone's someone else is looking to, to to be ahead of you. So, um, so you've got to constantly be on your toes. And the the employees in the whole Maritimo family, I would imagine they all get behind it. Do, you know, do do you have uh, brothers and sisters who are also involved? Uh, yeah, so I've got two half brothers, two half sisters. So uh, one of my brothers used to race as well, and uh, yeah, we've got um, uh, my uh, two half brothers there. They're in the business uh, in some form. We've got one in sales and another brother in uh, procurement, uh, and then my my sisters aren't in the business, but uh, you know they're they're often uh, uh, you know cheering us on at races or uh, you know around shows, uh, saying hello and always having a look at the. Uh, that the latest models that uh, we've got on the water. Sure. And your parents have a, they're still actively cruising now, aren't they? Yeah. So my parents, they've got a, uh, a Maritimo X50. Um, they take that up. We've got some, some beautiful uh, waterways uh, near us uh, in Morton Bay. So they're, they're often going up to Tangaluma uh, there where you have some beautiful shipwrecks and things that um, you can, 
you can anchor close to and uh, do swimming and snorkeling and things like that. And um, it's only uh, it's quite close to, to a beautiful um, island called North Stradbroke Island as well and uh, Morton Island. Um, so they're, they're often uh, boating in, in that area and uh, Good. enjoying Good. That's wonderful. Uh, well, that's really cool. Well, I will tell you a few things that really jumped out on me uh, when we were on the M55 was, like I mentioned, you know, it just feels like a bigger boat, which is something you kind of alluded to with the size of the galley. And then down below, there's a full beam master, which was just, you know, gorgeous hull side windows and light coming in and a giant ensuite. Um, but the cockpit, too. You know, I loved all the openness, but yet I also really love the fact that you could sneak away and hide inside when it's rough and, and snotty yeah. out. So the cockpit um, is, again, really feels like a bigger boat because it's got that large overhead um, hardtop from the bridge. And then obviously the open transoms, uh, which just gives you great access to the water and you could put a tender there. Uh, what were some of the thinking behind designing that as far as, you know, I know you talk to the owners a lot, so what were some of the must-haves there? Yeah, certainly a, a lot of versatility there and um, the ability, again, it's on those on those longer stays on board, it all comes back to, to that long-range cruising um, thinking. And um, you know, if you're going out for, for weeks at a time and even longer in some cases, uh, which some of our owners do, um, you know, you're bound the you're bound to get uh, you know, different different weather conditions. Um, so, and you've just got to expect that that um, you know our boaters, our owners, um, you know they they'll be out when it's uh, you know on the water when it's not favourable conditions. You know, so what we've done is uh, with the hardtop uh, or the flybridge overhang over the the upper cockpit area there. Um, you know, we've designed that in a way that it can transform and be sort of encapsulated by either breezeway to get out of the heat, or it can be encapsulated by isinglass uh, roll-down clears to to um, get out of any wind or rain. So, and they're all concealed nicely uh, up in the up in the headliner or recess in the headliner. So we have them both in the flybridge balcony and the uh, and and on the main deck on the upper cockpit deck there. Um, the in terms of the adventure deck, um, you know that was something. Uh, speaking to our owners and and talking with them on how they're using their boat when they're anchoring up. You know, if you're running over the Bahamas or um, you're doing uh, anything, you know, where you're um, you know dropping the pick and, and staying overnight, and want to put a tender in, or you want to do diving or some fishing off the back. Um, you know, it's having that space first and foremost, um, just to be. Just to be comfortable there and, and give you that flexibility to do all these different things and then uh, but what that really does then is give you the ability for a tender to either be on the hydraulic platform going in the water but then still give you all that space to operate uh, from the uh, entertainment module that's on the back deck there so you've got the the cooler you've got the barbecue the sink all back there um, so and that gets you out of that cockpit environment. So um, but if you're not cooking, you're not in the way of anyone. If someone wants to get a drink, you're not having to ask someone to move. You know, to uh, to, to get a drink out of the cooler. Um, so it really opens up the flow of how the boat works. Uh, and then the best thing is that um, under all of that adventure deck, uh, there's the uh, electric actuators open up that entire island module and exposes that cavernous lazarette garage area so 
So we can, um, you can use that for different means. Uh, we have people that fill that full of diving gear, you know, uh, electric bikes, um, you know, storage uh, boxes uh, full of whatever they're, they're using on the, on the boat or taking away or, or taking with them. Um, all the way down to as well, we have um, uh, the ability to run a, a 250 kilo davit in there uh, with a, uh, you can get a Williams 280 jet, mini jet uh, in under deck as well. So, so concealing and having those clean deck spaces um, is important to people. They've got the ability as well to store the, a tender under deck in the garage uh, where it's concealed away. So, um, so yeah, just a lot of versatility there, and uh, and we really do depending on on markets, not just the markets themselves, but then you know different owners' needs within all different markets. Um, you know, it's uh, we're we're seeing boats roll out of the factory with that area set up in in many various ways. So, which is what it was intended for, and good to see. Oh yeah, I bet. And it, cavernous is the word. That space is gigantic for a boat yep. that big. Um, and then even the dining table um, underneath the overhang, that, that's such a nice little area. And you still have a massive cockpit behind you in the entertainment center, like you mentioned. It's really just smartly done and a great use of space. And, you know, it was fun to watch you talking with some of the owners because there were, you know, a handful of Maritimo boats there. And then afterwards, you know, you kind of explained to me how important that feedback is. And you guys actually track it and keep tabs on what your owners are telling you which i i'm sure they appreciate and i just think it's so smart because they're the ones on the boats all the time absolutely and you know that's they're using boats more than uh you know all all of us are and that's um you know we're we're out on the boats yes for for work but it's getting that feedback when you're you know staying on the on your boat um, you know, night after night, and um, it's it's that's the important critical feedback that uh, that we're looking for, and it's just those all those little things um, that help us create a functional boat, and um, you know the form we can develop after, but um, you know what we're after first and foremost is a practical you know boat for boating, and um, you know for that we just have to we have to tap into the knowledge of our own network and um, you know and, and get that feedback it's uh, it's extremely important yeah and it was it's fun to have everyone together like that and it was just nice to hear them swapping stories of where they'd been and how long they've been a, in the Maritimo family and um it was, they were all just really nice people it was a fun time down in marathon and and then you guys went on up to Naples right how was the rest of the journey yeah, so we we jumped off in Naples, and then um, and then we uh, got picked up by Dave, and uh, and went to Captiva Island, uh, where where everyone arrived, and uh, yeah, we just had uh, such an amazing uh, week there uh, with uh, with all of the uh, Maritimo uh, family there and uh, of owners, and just hearing their stories and and getting their feedback. Uh, you know, it was uh, it was a, a really uh, enjoyable weekend for us, and you know. We, uh, with the, the world of the pandemic and, and COVID, uh, you know, we, that was our first trip out of the country in two years, you know, so it was great just to be face to face again and, uh, you know, and see everyone. So, um, and, uh, you know, we, we announced some things uh, there that, uh, and some events that we're going to run in Australia and, and welcoming uh, all of 
everyone there that uh, to come out to Australia and see us and uh, come to the factory for a visit uh, and and, uh, and also come to uh, some of the um, uh, really exciting events that we have planned for this year and next year. So, so we're looking forward to that, being able to, to travel again as the, as the world opens up. Oh, sure. I, yeah, I'm with you. And thank you for inviting me to ride along and, and see a part of it as well. It was a lot of fun and the boat really, really impressed me. Um, I'll be doing a full story about it in Power Motor Yacht, so stay tuned for that. And was wondering, Tom, are you guys going to be at the Fort Lauderdale show this fall? We uh, we certainly will be. Yeah. Oh, and, great. Uh, here in person as well. So look forward to seeing you again there. Yeah. And for all of our listeners, you know, you can check out the Maritimo M55 on PMYMag.com. And if you're going to be in Lauderdale, that would be the place to go and get on and walk through the boat. I think you're going to really love it as much as I did. So, Tom, thank you for being so generous with your time. It was great getting to meet you and spend some time on the boat. And, um, yeah, it was fun to chat. Uh, thank you, Charlie. It's uh, been a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was a real fun time, yeah, cruising with you. And uh, look, forward to, look forward to seeing you again in, in Fort Lauderdale later this year. All right, mate. Sounds good. Take care. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Power Motor Yacht Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do us a favor and leave us a review or rating. Or you can share us with your friends on social media or on the VHF. Anywhere you spread the word means a lot to us. Thanks again, and until next time, we'll see you on the water. <laughs>